Go ahead, say that one more time. I'm not saying anything. You're not going to get me. That's, that's good for the cold <laughs> open. Come on. <laughs> we need the content. <laughs> no, I'm good. You won't set me up. You act like they listen to the podcast. <laughs> Bro, they do, apparently. They listen to this podcast? Welcome back to another episode of Kicking It With The Homie. It's your boy, your host, CJ, joined by the man who you should not run up on because it won't end well, Eugene McKeever. Y'all catch these hands, beloved. And of course, behind the boards, She's the super producer looking for a man so he can upset Drake and then Whoa. have Drake slide in her DMs. <laughs> it's D. That was she a whole some, lot. She needs some <laughs> excitement in her life. I mean, clearly. Because homegirl, she hopped on Twitter ready. Yo, you know she posted that before she realized. Before her oh, man they, knew. They oh, flamed hey, Drake. her. They flamed her. Yeah, I think definitely. they I think they I think they reside in the Facebook and Instagram streets. Yeah. They are not they're not part of the Twitter community because they were not so the, ready for that smoke. Yeah, the fact oh. that she hopped on Twitter thinking she was gonna get the same love, it was like, nah, nah no. you're doing the most Twitter, at this point. Twitter's a ruthless place. Very. There's no such space for empaths. That's why I don't be on Twitter like that. You're missing out. You don't tweet. I'm really I'm really lying. I do be on Twitter. Yeah. What do you mean? You be on Twitter. I, no, Eugene don't tweet. Eugene's like, say, you I, don't, I don't ever see. Yeah. Oh, no, I don't. I don't. I don't really tweet. I just be on there and I'll retweet. No, you don't. I do. I never like, see. Like most of my up. most of my tweets are retweets. So I would say like I would say like 80 percent of my tweets are retweets. Well, follow him on Twitter, people. I think it's West Man Tooth or something like that. West Man Tooth. Wow. Uh, no, you know who, you know who West Man Tooth is. No, wait—is that from old school? Nah, from uh, Anchorman. It was a uh, Vince Vaughn's character. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, we need to keep this episode under an hour and a half. So, enough of the banter. I, I listen. This week. Look, you can't <laughs> you can't stop art, right? Nah. And it's never really us. Now nah, we we we've been wild you in the last spacing out in between the conversations because you're playing games. Because you don't care I about the listeners. No look at him. Look at him. He is. I have no idea what days. you're talking about, but he never looked at us when he said that sentence. That's crazy. Because he was in the middle wow. of a play. Wow. Uh, picking wow. a play. Wow. Picking <laughs> a play now. Now they now they now they're coming out of the huddle. Yo, how y'all feeling this week? <laughs> we're good. We're good. Well, I'm good. I'm alive. I'm here. I'm alive. I'm here. But I got a lot going on. You care to share, beloved? No, I can't share. Not yet. Not yet. Not 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 yet. Not until the moratorium some... is lifted. Yeah. Some some things going on. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Babylon things. Babylon things. That's fair. I will say the job market sucks. So any listeners out there, I understand your pain. Somewhat. Yeah. 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 I definitely had final interviews for four different roles, two I was really excited about. And I got all my no's. 
in one day. Dang. Before noon. <laughs> wow. Dang. Man, there was one time, it was last year, I was interviewing for five jobs, one of which they called me and created the job for me and then gave it to somebody else. Yep. Dang. So one one company, um, I deemed them to be good, but I, I guess it was a blessing in disguise. The One of the hiring managers, because um, I actually interviewed with two, he called me back to say, we really like you. Um, I understand you want to get away from you know, your industry and switch into technology. So we, but we have this role in, you know, on the finance department that will be doing the same thing that I'm trying to pivot my career from. Um, we think you'd be great for it. And mm-hmm. I said, that's interesting. Um, one, I appreciate it. However, that is what I'm pivoting my way, my career from. So no, thank you. Two, the compensation was 30,000 less than what I had a final interview for and 11,000 less than what I was making. You've got to be kidding me. No, thank oh. you. I was like, yeah, no. <laughs> and he oh, was like, serious, are, are, are you sure? Too. Yeah, oh no, he actually was like, sure. Yeah, no. <laughs> <I'm>, <laughs> you know, <laughs> I'm certain. They love offering us well below our value. Like we supposed to just be okay with that. Just jump for it. Jump for it. Oh, I love it when I get the oh. recruiters that tell me, you know, I have this position, you know, are you interested? And I'm like, no, you know, no, thank you. I am interested if you have, you know, X, Y, Z positions, but you know, this is a position I'm pivoting my career from, da, 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 I give the whole spiel. And I legit have gotten maybe, I would say maybe eight recruiters I can name, I can think of right now. And they're like, oh, name but them. you're like, what's their name? <laughs> I can't say their names, but, <laughs> but they're like, oh, wasn't your last position this? Haven't you not been working since this? Like, Bruh, what first is, of all, what does that have to do with now? The now is enough. I don't I don't really care <clears throat> what you're offering. But yeah, it's a struggle. It's a struggle. But I I'm confident that things will turn around soon. I said to myself I will have multiple offers by the end of the week. I believe in that. Things will so turn I around. You are talented, it. you are qualified, and you are good at what you do. So and you are sure. Around. That too. <laughs> <laughs> Eugene, Eugene, <laughs> maybe Look, this man, is some I'm type a, of professional I'm a, thing that I'm missing. Why does me being sure I'm in, qualify me? I mean, because you're a protected class. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm sick of you. I am sick. I'm, of I've you. been. I'm going through some stuff, so this is this is how I can take my mind <laughs> off the stuff I'm going off of. Just picking on short people. Not sure. Guys hear that. Not picking on short people, just picking on you. You just happen <laughs> to be short. We can do a whole episode though on uh the job market and what we've experienced as yeah professionals. I'll I'll dock that for another time. I think yeah, we that's have to one dock, we have to wait that another time. We would have to definitely that. do before 9:30. <clears throat> CJ. Well, what we are here to talk about tonight though. <laughs> Oh, you know, we just we gonna skip the the bus to touch it, touch it segment tonight. Turn it yeah. up. Yeah, we, we don't have to touch up. <laughs> <laughs> <Let's sit down. laughs> yeah, apparently he was one of the ones busting that dude up. Yeah, so. yo, oh, dang. I'm not gonna do it this week. I mean, maybe I will, but I'm gonna get the audio from the song and 
but we're not doing a touch it segment this week. But I'm gonna get the audio from the song. Oh, are we gonna have I'm a soundboard? We're gonna have a sound every, t- every time we get to oh snap. Oh no, no, no. We we can't have a real soundboard because that's Why that's not? more editing. That, that will require him to pay attention. Oh and he God. doesn't believe in the bag that's coming. And so therefore he doesn't want to do who the don't, soundboard. Who don't believe in the bag? I got spammers in my DMs right now asking Yo, he to excited promote about the spam. most random stuff. They asking for feet photos. Uh, and shout out to Siete Foods for hooking us up. Oh my god! Thank you, Siete. Again? We love you they over sh- here. They sent some more. They sent some more. They, they didn't send more, but we are forever grateful for what they did send. I was about to say because you you ate our share. I sure did. <laughs> So what are we here to talk about, host? We are here to talk about D and her her life as a single black woman in her thirties and what that has been like. And I think this is a very important topic, as I know a lot of single women. We actually have quite a few who listen to this podcast, and I think for them to hear from someone who is like them about the struggles with dating in these streets at this age and in this particular time, what it's like. Um, you want me to sum it up or? I mean, I, I know Eugene give me has some three, questions. Give me three words to describe dating at this point in your life. Damn, Eugene, that was a great, great question. <laughs> Look at you. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, really just, real. just to let I you know, I've one. I've prepared nothing for this conversation. Though. I mean, going, but we it's going tell. to it's going to flow though. It's going to flow. You, you've read a chapter or two in the last week, huh? I haven't read a single thing. Oh, you must be. He listening says to that something. with such pride. I know, it's unfortunate. Um, Quit stalling me. I'm thinking <laughs> three words. Um, if I had to say, I would say <laughs> disappointing. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, adventurous comes to mind. You in these streets? Well, you kind of have to be. You have to be in a position to be found. I mean, the, mm. even the Bible speaks to that. Well, oh, okay. So, okay, roof. Um, let's see, disappointing yet adventurous. Adventurous. Um, I would say my third. It kind of goes hand in hand with disappointing, but I was going to say underwhelming. Underwhelming. Okay. I would. I don't know the word for it. Maybe, you know, Claude, the dictionary over there can help me. But there's a word that describes when you are, I guess, a better word to when you're sure of yourself. So it's almost in line with um, self love. Confident? Confident is one. There's another word I'm, I'm, I'm looking for, and it's not coming to me right now. Mm. But, but nonetheless, that's one of the words where you have to be sure of yourself if you want to be out here in these streets. Mm. Why, would you, why would you say you have to be sure of yourself? Um, because I came across a meme earlier this week. Um, I know it's still early in the week, but I came across a meme that basically said, Everything sounds, (laughs) if we're talking about Sunday, (laughs) but, but, um, and happy Mother's Day to our listeners. Shout out to y'all because y'all are amazing. Um, 
but we came I, I came across a, a meme that said uh, I can't remember verbatim but it said something like everything sounds like scripture to a woman that does not read mm. so it's one of those one of those things where if you even even women that are you know open-minded free go with the flow type women you have to be sure of yourself because if not you're going to come across a bunch of men that whether they are taking notes after you know the late kevin samuels himself or dr umar they make a whole bunch of shit look and smell like you know hershey's kiss and, and and honey yeah so it's it's one of those things where you have to just know who you are because if not, right. you'll always be kind of bending to try to appease mm. a potential partner or, a, you know, do different things to make yourself more attractive and you can lose yourself that way. So you got to be sure of yourself. So what was your moment of stopping to bend? And you said, you know what, this is enough. Um, I'm going to do little old me little i mean <laughs> emphasis on the little <laughs> honestly i i think that kicked in before i i was even in a relationship i've kind of been i don't say sure of myself but people pleasing i let that go in my 20s because i found that people pleasing on top of me being an empath it was just not working for me i was attracting a lot of um, hurt people that they needed to heal. But me being young, me not knowing, you know, I was always trying to play Mrs. Fix It. So I learned very early, I would say before my 30s, um, yeah, I, I'm not here to fix a race. So mm. I would say I stopped bending a long time ago. Now, when it comes to letting go, I've gotten in at this age, post long-term relationship I've gotten so much better with just letting go like I don't seek to have you know close sentences or close chapters like if, if it doesn't work if we don't align that's it if you don't pick up when I text you about the plans that we've already made <laughs> I let it go. Listeners who are unaware, <laughs> that is a callback to the last episode. <laughs> I, I honestly though, like it because I feel like we're too grown. We're too grown to for you not to understand how to communicate. Like as somebody that you know, now I'm 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 more stagnant than I ever been, but I always have something going. I'm always traveling. I with my family, with my niece and my nephew working out, working, doing something, reading, just hiatus, whatever. Like I'm always doing something. Um, it's, and I communicate. It takes nothing but a second. So what I've learned at is, a, a, you know, as I've been dating, that's one of the things I kind of need. Um, but it also comes with being sure of yourself because a lot of women that I've had conversations with before, um, they make exceptions for the red flags and mm -hmm. I don't. And so I think a part of that is for the women that are still single, um, you know, for the ones that I, that I know, and I'm pretty sure some of our listeners, we're just a different breed. We're not going to settle, but that means that our magic, you know, our fairy tale love, our magic moment, 
or whatever is still coming. But there's beauty in that. Like, I'm not settling for somebody to make excuses for them to say, okay, you can't communicate over simple things. Just imagine if it was something serious. And I think about that long term. Like, if I'm super interested in somebody, you both know, when it comes to, you know, managing your kids, schedules, things you have to do. If you can't handle simple communication up front, you're going to suck if should I ever need that. So before mm-hmm. we even get there, let's go ahead and kill yeah. all that. If you're not willing to fix it now, because I'm only going to bring it up once. That's the other thing. If I, if I really like you, I'll express to you, hey, I, this is how I receive communication or this is how I receive you know, info. This is how I communicate. I don't bombard. Um, I think it's best to just be clear. I'm usually busy, so sometimes I might get off, you know, a good morning text. But after that, you probably won't hear from me. Don't think anything of it, but don't play the whole game of, well, you didn't text me, I'm I'm not texting you. No. If you're thinking of me, text or call. If I can't speak in the moment, I'll let you know, and I'll make sure that I talk to you when I'm done. But you'd be surprised how many men, like, they're so childish. Like, oh, you didn't text. Like, I lived up, for instance, I had a guy stories story time <laughs> story time guys. listeners this you is see, why yo, we, we, we just letting her get off we <laughs> this is why we here the, the floor is like, yours it's so it's so much it's so much to cover and i'm not gonna keep the floor i don't i don't actually like don't no keep it, keep it. No, the, hear from the floor you. is yours because we married we're not in these streets <laughs> but that, christina meredith we are not in these streets <laughs> no you guys are not i can i can vouch for y'all and that's that's another another story. But when I say y'all are like cutting corners, like y'all won't even walk past women too close. Y'all will cross the street before y'all walk past a female. Listen, but anyway, I'm trying to keep my head. <laughs> With JD so, double on. <laughs> yep. <laughs> um. So no, but I've had a guy uh, before. One, uh, I would say. I'd say about six months ago, six, seven months ago. Um, just, we talked for maybe a month, if that. And when I say talk, like, I mean, we had like one date and we mostly communicated because he did not live here. Um, Where'd he live? He lived uh, in, was it Dick, Dixon, Dixie, up going towards Hickory or whatever? I have no idea where that's at. Yeah, it's, nope, it's pretty right. far. Yeah. Um, no, it was about 45, 45 to an hour, uh, North 77. So essentially he didn't live here. So, you know, just random dates were not going to happen, had to be planned, but we talked, we would, you know, communicate, we text, whatever was necessary, but two things I had to correct him one to keep the conversation, um, for lack of better terms, keep it PG 13. Like, I get it, we're adults, but I'm not looking for other things. I'm looking genuinely to build a friendship, long-term, whatever. So I had to check him on that because I get it that you may be attracted, but watch your mouth. Like, not sure who you used to, but watch. But don't do that. (laughs) Like, because there's a way to flirt and then there's a way to just, yeah, dude, I'm asking you, how was your morning? And you, you talking about stuff I don't care about. So I let that slide. He corrected it. If, if I make something known and you correct it, I can work with you. So we continued on. 
long story short, we had a date. Everything was fine. We talked. Um, I have a good friend that lived that just moved up here from South Carolina. And you guys know, you are my friends. I have male friends. I mean, I have female friends, but most of my female friends live elsewhere. My closer male friends live here. So there was a kickback that was going on where some of the people were coming up from South Carolina. So we were going to, you know, all get together. And I spoke with him that, you know, earlier that day as I was getting ready and I'm like, Hey, you know, I'm going to head out. Um, so, you know, just let you know, but that we wouldn't talk to, you know, would be able to talk this evening. So I'll just get up with you tomorrow morning. We were supposed to go on a date that Saturday. So didn't hear from him Saturday morning. Cause I was like, Hey, what's your ETA on heading, you know, here. Didn't hear anything. So then I called him and I was like, Hey, you know, got an option or invite to go to dinner. Let me know if you're still heading this way. So I, I can tell them yeah or nay. He proceeds to text because he didn't answer the phone. He proceeds to text, well, you had time to hang out with your with your boys, quote unquote. He legit put quote unquote. Um, but you only could text me this morning when you apparently got up. So I can only assume that one, you were by yourself. And then two, that you even wanted to still have a date. So I'm going to the movies. I'm coming to town. I'm going to the movies by myself, but you can come if you want. What? What, what in the future hindrance are you talking about? I text what? Him. I text him back. I said, apparently you're upset and it's causing you to not be able to clearly communicate that you're upset. But I'm going to let you have your moment. And I'm going to let you have your moment now and in the future. Take care. So he was like, so you're not going to call me? I did to ask you if you're still going on our date. I'm not going to blow your phone up. Oh, so now you just cut me off. And I didn't respond after that because I felt like I said what I needed to. Um, he's, we, wow. He still messages me on Snap. He got blocked on everything else. Like Snapchat? Um, yeah, but I don't you're use You're still Snapchat, on Snapchat? So. Wow. Well, I have it for my niece and nephews. They are on it. And not fair, fair. But I don't really use it at all. But he's still listed on there. So but you know, it's hard. You, he, so he messages you on Snapchat. Mm-hmm. Like that's it. Mm-hmm. That's the only way he can message me. That's a red flag in itself. Well, well no, mm-hmm. she she blocked him as she is known to do on other platforms. <laughs> So Snapchat is the only way that he can message. But still, if you blocked on everything and you're going to Snapchat to communicate with someone, you have a mental illness. Yeah, not that, my, not my at problem. That, at that point, they just don't, they don't want to talk to you. And I did. And I think with that one, I was trying to be more understanding because um, we he had shared some stories about how he had been hurt. So I tried to be more understanding, but I, at some point, go play with yourself. Don't play with me. Um, hey, this is a PG-13. <laughs> you, can twiddle, you can twiddle your thumbs. I mean, this is a family podcast. So, D, what do you, D, what do you find to be the biggest challenge in dating right now? Um, Honestly... I think uh, there's so many people that 
are able to rely or hide behind their profiles. Everything is social media. Mm. So the biggest challenge is when you meet these people in person or when you actually have a phone conversation with these people, they don't know how to have a conversation. And for me, that's ultimately, that's not going to get anywhere. Even people our age who kind of grew up before the advent of social media? Because because they're trying to, one, stay relevant. Um, And then two, just in general, men don't... A lot of men outside, I would say outside of CJ and Eugene, because you both were gift of gab and clearly you got your wives. A lot of men do not know how to talk to women. They just don't. Mm. They immediately enter the situation with trying to let it be known what they own, what they have, and this and that and the third. And I know, CJ, you and I have spoken on this before. Money does not move me. It just doesn't. I'm not rich. I don't come from a wealthy family. But... I have lived and I've experienced enough to know that money is not everything. And at the end of the day, you can lose it all. Are you still a solid person? Can you still be 10 toes down on, on your beliefs, on your, on your morals when you don't have money? And unfortunately that does not apply to a lot of men that are out here. So I would say just the, just so that's where the disappointment comes in because you see a lot of these people online and they look good and they post all these memes and all these girls want to talk to them. And then you finally talk to them and, you know, you sound like Zay from ultimatum. <laughs> Zay with the tight pants. That's a reference. I don't get. <laughs> it's, okay. it's all right. <laughs> well, I think that, from what I've noticed in me having to talk in my past, having to talk, so I don't do this now in my past, having to talk to women is that when you are of a certain stature, women are drawn to you and they're just coming up to you. Whereas for me, I have to work for that attention. You're not going to notice me off the bat. This is You're true. Gonna, you're gonna Eugene, notice me Eugene like a six at best. I'm a I'm a solid six. I'm not failing, but I'm, I'm below mid. average. Like whatever mid. mid is, that's that's Eugene. I'm mid. That is so rude. <laughs> oh no, I accept that. That that that's what keeps me humble and faithful. <laughs> oh god. Because <laughs> I can't. I'm I'm not going to be able to go here and get. If I were to cheat. I won't be able to get somebody of my wife's caliber. It's it's going to be it's going to be a five at best that I'm able to pull. Because then I'm not going to have yourself, Kevin Samuels. No, at that no, (laughs) at that point I won't have the energy to try and really work for the seven or the eight. So I would I would settle for a five. Now, all of that is hypothetical, and it's not going to happen because I'm not you. I was going to say, because I, I see you as a close. You're not getting another Christina. I'm sorry. No, I'm Count not getting out. another Christina. No, and she's going to, she can get a Carolina Panther or a Charlotte Hornet. I can't get a honeybee. <laughs> <laughs> so, that's, yeah. That's what I have to work for. But dudes that are like six, three, six, four, slim. Got a nice build. To be fair, I don't cute. like some dudes. 
I mean, that's I'm talking about in general. I'm not talking about you specifically. In general, they like women just come to them, but they they don't know how to talk because they never had to. No, they really sound like that because save with the skinny pants. <laughs> Yo, I struggled through that every time he spoke. <laughs> What is what is this reference? I don't understand. Zay with the skinny pants. It's the ultimatum. What is the ultimatum? It's on that. So basically, the wildest one of the wildest things about the ultimatum is that no one was older than like twenty seven. Yes, I said that. They should do it again. They need to do it again with with like people with like adult real adults. Yeah, like one couple was like twenty four and twenty five, and so basically you go on this show and you're like, hey marry me or we're done well basically they're going on the show because they they haven't gotten a proposal right male and female and so it's all these couples and then you like mix up the couples so like you're like dating somebody else's girlfriend or boyfriend for like for like three weeks weeks. it it gets messier so then after the three weeks, you go back to whoever brought you on the person you came with, the person you came with, and then you decide if y'all want to stay together or you want to go with the go with the person that you were with for the three weeks, or if you wanted to not be with anyone. Zay with the tight pants ended up single. Zay and Bray. He deserved do people, it. She ended up- do people end up getting smoked out by other people's significant others? Uh yes. Mm-hmm. What a shame. Yes. Mm-hmm. Three weeks. It was, you couldn't last peak, three weeks? Peak mess. I enjoyed it. Was, every yeah, it was horrible. But the one thing that made my skin crawl was all the dogs on the bed. Oh. Oh, that's a cultural thing. No. Because no. well, no, because Shanice. Yeah. She she well, I listened to a, a podcast, JNXD, and they said that Shanice liked the project. She should have ended up with Zay. Well, she also Enjoyed Zay. I'll leave it at she that. Did, she did enjoy Zay. Mm-hmm. So moving on, staying on topic, because we're not going to do an hour and a half episode tonight. D, where do you... <laughs> because, you know, back in the day, like I, I met my wife the old-fashioned way by harassing her at work. Where do you meet... Harassing her? Wow. Are the sexual <laughs> limitations up on that, sir? No. We married with three kids at this point. It Yo, married with bleak oh, three oh, so times. So it's consensual? <laughs> Consensual. It worked. Yo, tell her to come bleak three times. To see he went full madman. Listen, 2009 was different. Apparently. What was your question though? You met her. Where do, where do you meet men today? Um during the pandemic, it was a couple dating apps. Um Hinge and Bumble. I've never tried tinder or anything else i was comfortable with mumble or hinge and i was actually i wouldn't say thrown out there a friend of mine who were actually not that close anymore but she created a bumble profile for me and then was like hey i've been swiping for you i think you should talk to this guy and i was like yeah that's weird you don't know me um (laughs) yeah she yeah no thank you but i i kept the profile um for a little bit talked to some pretty cool guys but nothing major um hinge i started right i think i got on there maybe when the pandemic started and i met some okay guys um it was a decent way to kind of date 
while we're all kind of stuck in the house. Um, a lot of virtual dates or, you know, just watching movies or I actually had one guy um, who I thought was really, really like a good catch. Learned the hard way with that one. Um, I think our first FaceTime, we were talking about books. So, of course, I love to read and he had a lot of good recommendations. I was able to recommend some stuff to him. He showed me his bookcase. Like we we're just legit talking. Great conversation. Um, and then we went on our second date and he spazzed on me um, at the table. Why? So he, he had children with disabilities. Um, I think, believe one of them was autistic. And we were discussing how he, as a father, had to learn and grow and, you know, do things of that nature with a child, you know, both children with disabilities. And I'm asking questions. And I told him, I said, hey, if I ask anything that offends you, please let me know. Like, because I'm I'm an idiot when it comes to this. So you're really, I'm learning. So he's like, no, 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 you can ask anything. And so he was telling me like all the, you know, different things he's, he's asked, you know, he learned about it. He sent his research, this, 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 whatever. So I'm like, okay. So he mentioned something. He was like, yeah, I'm, I'm on the phase now. I'm trying to, you know, is it something that's genetic? Is it something like he's talking about, is it genetic? You know, what he's trying to learn or what have you. So I asked him, I said, well, is it genetic? Like, is that something that is passed to the blood? I was like, please don't get offended. Like I I'm cautious of asking the question because I don't want to step on toes when it comes to things like that. Like I have a cousin who's autistic. I have a cousin who's deaf. So like when it comes to certain things, I'm more so asking to make sure that one, I'm inclusive and two, I'm not ever offending anybody that is impacted by it. But because we're having an open conversation, he's inviting these questions, I'm asking. And so then maybe I would say like an hour later, literally an hour later, we're in the middle of conversation and he's saying how he wanted to take a trip or take a vacation you know, to step away from being a dad because it, it, it was getting to him. So I was like, oh, you should plan that. And, you know, encouraging. And he continues on. He was like, and then, you know, I got you over here. And you are, you are F-N-B-I-T-C-H. You asking me about da 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 if, if I'm autistic, if I'm bipolar, if I'm crazy, da-da, I'm da Like, he just flipped. And it was so bad. Well, he wasn't helping his case there. It's so bad. <laughs> <laughs> that he's telling me that his he has a sibling who is bipolar so i'm like okay so clearly it's something does running your family and he was like i'm i'm he, i'm telling you my old lady got ms so now you have a girl that i did not know about apparently the mother of his kids he was still with um so he is flipping she we're outside MS? on the we're outside on the patio of this restaurant they have music playing on the inside he was so loud that the bartender came out and asked, was everything okay? She was like, are you okay? I said, yeah, I'm going to go because I will <laughs> definitely beat you up. I'm going to leave. And I just got up. She's tiny but mighty. <laughs> I just got up. He was like, oh, yeah, walk away. F you. Da, 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 da. He followed me halfway to my house. Jeez. And then to your house? Ha- like halfway- in the car? Mm-hmm. I got I got home. I was got in the car. I pulled out to leave because at this point is, um, you know, over there off of a independence. So we met and we met somewhere where they had seating outside because this was 
you know, still pandemic times and I didn't want to be inside anywhere. I wanted to at least give six feet. So we sat outside and yeah, he followed me halfway to my house. I called my homeboy. I said, yo, I gave him my mom's number. I said, if I got it, if I get out this car, it's going to be a problem. And so I, I, I will say clearly, not clearly, but it wasn't, it probably wasn't you. It was probably the stress of everything in your question probably just it was probably like the thing triggered that, it yeah which i i can i get only if it did not him when he flipped um it's like he started in the middle of the conversation he was having in his head already so i had to catch up mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. at it got to the point where I, like you're yelling at me but i had to catch up to realize okay now you're talking to me because it didn't start that way it started sounding like you're yelling at yourself in your like it was it was the weirdest thing ever and I said I should have recorded it I was like no one's gonna believe me but legit it that was one situation where I actually took I took some time I took a step back to say all right I know what questions to ask now because I got that can never happen for you you know how like how heat rises to the top when someone's yelling at you, does it sound louder down there? Does like sound drop? It's like being in a canyon. <laughs> <laughs> I can't help myself. <laughs> it's like you yelling out suck. into the Grand Canyon. <laughs> it just travels. You guys suck. No, it does not sound far away. I hate you. Did I ever tell y'all about the first time I heard about autism? No. Yo, I sounded so stupid. So yeah, I, feel like I was about to lose listeners at this store. Please, 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 please. No, 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 no. It's it. Watch. So I was dating this girl in college, but not really because I never knew anybody before my wife. But let's say. <laughs> I was dating lies, this girl in college. Lies and I and... have receipts. <laughs> and so I'm going to meet her family because she was from Charlotte. Oh, wow. And she mm. said to me, oh, before you meet my family, my sister's autistic. And I was like, what? She's like, she's autistic. I was like, so? She's like, are you okay with that? I'm like, so she likes art. Big deal. Like, people like to draw. <laughs> So she goes, no, autistic, not artistic. And I was like, these are two different words. What's going on here? <laughs> I, I had never heard of autism before that. So naturally, the first time I hear about it, I sound like a right idiot. Wow. I I remember that. <laughs> yeah. I, I remember that that person. The same one that uh sat on the ground when we were playing 21 because she lost. <laughs> These are stories for another day. Today is about D. <laughs> All right, so D, I have a yes. we're, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna round this out because we're not going an hour and a half. <laughs> um, Yo, the fact that you said oh, yeah, she likes art. <laughs> she likes, she to, likes draw. to draw. She likes to draw. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> oh, um, I'm so glad you grew up. <laughs> D, are you happy? Are you happy? 
Am I happy like now? What do you mean? Like being being single. If you let's say you never get married, you never you know meet Prince Charming or whatever we like to say. Do you think you could be happy that way? Oh, absolutely. Because happiness is it's my happiness. Like I shouldn't rely on a situation or circumstances to make me happy. Um, even if I were to find what I call forever bay, that doesn't necessarily warrant that I'm going to have kids. That's why I say I'm open to children. But if it's not a part of my journey, if it's not, you know, what God intends, then I'm fine. I have a bunch of little ones to love on, to spur on and do whatever with. So I would say I am happy with where I am now. I think everything happens for a reason. And I've gone through different seasons as I've grown, you know, grown up, you know, becoming a woman over 30, um, closer to 35. But I don't think I'm, I'm almost glad I was not in a relationship during, you know, during these times because I would have hurt someone's son. And yes, you would have. I think at this point in my life, I'm grateful for my healing. I'm grateful for um, growing spiritually. I'm grateful for just seeing the the beauty in not necessarily being in a relationship. So like, if it happens, great. You know, we all, we all want companionship. We're not made to do this thing called life alone. Um, but I'm not willing to settle for temporary companionship just because I need, you know, to be happy. Like, no, I'm, I'm happy with where God has taken me, with where I am. You know, I, I asked that question because I know quite a few women, really more so in their early to mid-20s, who are single with no prospects, and they can't imagine being in this condition forever and what I try to say to them is that if you are not happy now you're not going to be happy with someone no and even if you find that someone or not if you find that someone but if you're staking your happiness on being with someone Mm -hmm. then chances are you are going to be willing to compromise on your values and what's important to you for the sake of being with someone and I always say you know being alone is not worse than marrying a loser. Exactly. You know, that thing you said before about us not being meant to do life alone is very true. Like you think of Maslow's hierarchy of needs, the the need to belong is one of our core needs, but that doesn't necessarily mean a romantic relationship. Right. You know, I don't remember who was the philosopher that said it, but you know, our deepest desire as people is to be fully known and fully loved. And that, that is beyond a romantic sense. Mm-hmm. So I think you really, I just feel like you really hit, hit the nail on the head there. Yeah. And, and I will say good word for ladies, uh, Chico, um, because I get this a lot, go to dinner by your damn self. It is not going to kill you. Go to dinner by yourself before you start asking somebody, son, uncle, whomever to drop a bag on you. Be willing to drop a bag on yourself to go to that fancy restaurant, dress up for yourself, look like something. I legit have, I take myself on dates 
even in a relationship, that's always something I've maintained. And honestly, that's where you. Are you dropping Michelin star money on yourself? I have before. That's what I'm talking about. Because if I want to experience it, I'm not, I can't wait for a man to come and show me like, no, I have to be able to say, I did this before. I want to do it again with you. But if I'm just like, oh no, show me the world. I'm so oblivious, whatever. No, yeah, I'm again, everything sounds like scripture to a woman that does not read the scripture herself. I want to see some things in this life and I'm going to have to figure it out on my own. And especially if I'm waiting for somebody to show me, I may never get to see these things. So no. And honestly, the, that's the cheat code. I've met some great people um, outside of dating apps now that, you know, COVID is, is coming, to, I don't say coming to a close, but now that we're back outside. Now we done, son. We done. <laughs> I've met some great people. I've had some great conversations. I've met those men that are able to talk to women by simply going to a place or having dinner by myself. Even if it's just going to a bar to watch a game. You don't have to dress a certain way. You just got to be a woman of class, sit down, enjoy yourself. Whatever is for you will be attracted. Like you'll attract it. But if you go in there looking, oh, you're going to find somebody dusty uncle. You're going to be disappointed. So just don't go looking thirsty. Just go have fun. Take yourself on dates. When you meet men in these places, Mm -hmm. how do they see you? Because you talk about being all classy and everything. Are you like <laughs> sitting on the bar or is there a special high chair for you? Okay, first usually, off, usually when the they listeners. drop something, when they, <laughs> they like drop their phone. I'm like, oh, hey. <laughs> hey, little lady. <laughs> Didn't see you down here. First of all, I am not that sure. <laughs> Y'all have got to stop. Y'all have got to stop. I am short, yes. Or they but... like they drop they drop their fork and they go to pick it up. <laughs> and like, dad, I gotta get a new fork. Oh, <laughs> hey there. No, I legit go and I may get a nice table. Um, there are a few restaurants that we have here now um that are on the you know, they have like rooftop area, and I just want to go. Sometimes I take my book and it sparks conversation. But nonetheless, I go experience this life alone like i'm gonna enjoy it as much as i can having someone with me is just a benefit i respect that i feel like that is a a good place to end it d thank you for being so vulnerable and sharing with us and telling stories about how trash these dudes are trash (laughs) trash and say the great ones i've met some great ones as well it's just we don't align. So I, I they can't necessarily say they're all trash, but the good ones, we just did not align on for whatever reason. And some of it is because they don't want kids. And so mm. honestly, mm. while I'm open to children, I cannot date someone who's absolutely opposed to them Dang. because that does not look good for me down the line. Should we get married? Should things happen? Yeah, I'm not trying to cross that road. So that's another thing I, I've come to learn. So there are some great guys. They're just not my great guy. And I have to let that go. Jason Oppenheim's guys. <laughs> now that Eugene I, is done yawning and has rejoined the conversation. Another reference I don't get. 
Yo, <laughs> the, do you even the watch TV them? masterpiece selling sunset? <laughs> even I knew what that trash <laughs> reference was. I really don't watch TV like that. Like I, I watch except for pres- when you're recording the podcast. So here's the thing: I watch prestige TV and the NBA. This whole reality, is, all that, I'm I'm not into that, bro. That's why prestige. you're not well rounded. Can you explain what prestige TV is? Prestige TV is the it's the HBO shows, the Showtime shows, those those kind of shows. Oh, so what the he's saying is he has money for subscriptions. Uh huh. The narrative drama. Nope. <laughs> nope. Nah, I got I got a a treasure trove of password. He got logins. <laughs> I think I pay for one streaming service myself, <laughs> but I, I got I pay for Apple TV because it's five dollars a month. Yo, I pay for Apple I would TV like and to Disney air Plus. That I pay for majority of the streaming services that I have that my mom and my brother use, and not one of them ninjas had offered to pay for anything since I've not you sound been like working. A sucker. <laughs> you got no, what it sounds like is. I'm about to change password like I did one time before. So <laughs> they're gonna find like, it hey, out. I can't log in. Yeah, I know. You're gonna give it to them though. No, I because they kept going to my profile. Like if I set up a profile for you, don't go mess up my algorithms. My I'm algorithm on stuff. Don't my mess up algorithm. your what? <laughs> my algorithms don't mess them that up. Word, that word was stressing <laughs> you out. <laughs> my algorithm. I got caught on the back of your tongue. <laughs> Don't go mess them up. Don't mess up my algebras. Yo. (laughs) Yo, what'd y'all do to take care of yourselves? What'd y'all do to take care of yourselves this week? Um, I have started rehabbing my knee. So Mm. lots of cycling. Um, We're not there yet, but we'll get there. I found out I have a meniscal injury Ooh. yeah so but it's re- it's it's not fatal it's it can well, be corrected a meniscus injury is never fatal you do <laughs> know what fatal means right? i mean it's not it's not i'm saying that it's not permanent right now that's what i mean by fatal it's not like it's not permanent it can be corrected so you got kareem out here gotcha so you didn't tear it or anything? No, I didn't tear it. It's just injured. It's a little bit of swelling, a little bit of fluid. Oh, yeah, that's like you got that. Yeah. You're old, man. It's crazy. Yeah, whatever. You short. <laughs> <laughs> we, we both things. <laughs> both things? Okay. <laughs> um, What did I do to take care of myself? Honestly, I took a nap. Like, I, I honestly, that. I took a nap. I have gotten to a space where sometimes I hit or I find myself trying to just fill in time by doing things. And after, you know, a few interviews, phone calls, emailing, applying, I was like, you know what? I just want to take a nap. So I let my window up and took a nap. So it's my self-care. What did you do? I did a lot of things. Oh, God. (laughs) So first of all, I 
last week was Cinco de Mayo. And I showed out for my Mexican brethren. But you don't have any Mexican Okay. You mind your business, they, right? And they don't celebrate Cinco de Mayo. I, well, go ahead. <laughs> mind your business. <laughs> I made cilantro lime shrimp tacos. You just wanted to say cilantro. <laughs> <laughs> With a nice cilantro lime cabbage slaw. I There's a lot of cilantro. Beef nachos. I made a lote. Like a lote that was bomb. <laughs> And then, of course, copious amounts of mezcal, which I am still drinking tonight. And there we have it, guys. Claude's word of the night. Copious. Copious. <laughs> that, uh, he just wanted to say that. Yep. It is a shame we really that have to copious that. is the word for you guys. But all right. I mean, that's the word that you chose what's, to throw what's in. A, what's a synonym for copious, Claude? A lot. So you could have just said a lot. It could all be it could all be so simple. <laughs> like Listen, Dr. I, Umar Harris. I, I here to elevate you guys' mental capacities. Okay. You know, I, it didn't just words ha- just because words have three syllables does not mean that it's elevating our mental capacities. But well, for, for the you listeners in particular, for you, it is. You learning new words out here. That's why we that's why we have called the word of the night. Yeah, we're definitely gonna add that. Anyway, it's necessary. The other things that I did was two, I got a new deodorant that is bomb. It works. Of course, it is it's native. Shout out to native Dio. Yo, uh, we need y'all to sponsor us as well. Okay, we want y'all to sponsor. So I'm gonna I'm gonna tell (laughs) a native story (laughs) off the pod. (laughs) But that joint is the um it's the sensitive one. It's something in basil, but it smells. I think it's like cypress Yo, and what basil. What is up with you like in these that. strong scents? It's like, I'm telling you, it's you walk around smelling like rotisserie chicken. You want to smell like a Trader Joe's? <laughs> <laughs> and the last thing I did was I saw Doctor Strange last night, which don't tell me about it. I'm going. No spoilers, but it is visually the most compelling, the most visually striking Marvel movie ever. Hmm. Speaking of which, uh, Eugene, have you been to that uh, the 4D studio? I think no. it's off Piperland. Okay, so you can't tell me about it. I want to. Tr- I want to try to go see it there. What's they 4D? Say it's, it's like the where they have the seats that like blow wind and move and or vibrate. No, I, I want that nasty air on mm-hmm. my neck. And so- <laughs> when the last time they changed those filters? Nope. Yeah, because some some of them do like squirt water if it's like no nope. stuff. This nope. is a PG thirteen <laughs> show. No, <laughs> I mean it squirts water like the back of your neck, like depending on the movie no, that ew. you're watching. That is. Gross. And on that note, that's what we it does. Thank you all for yet again tuning in to another episode of Kicking It with the Home. Shout out to our listeners in Rwanda, Argentina, and London. We appreciate you. We see you. We love you. I no, don't, don't know you. how we've gained an international audience, but we thank you. Maybe this is a podcast that people use to learn English. Just saying. We don't know. I but hope not. 
if you are listening, <laughs> you're learning words like copious. So maybe. Hey, he wants to be a professor so bad. I really do. <laughs> loading. Uh, leave us reviews, likes, all that stuff. Follow us. Do all the things. D, if they don't What's have that? a five-star review for us, what should they do? I don't know. I usually just block people that don't support me, so I, I, I couldn't help you. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and on that note, we owe my <laughs> <laughs>